Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Having It All podcast, the show about what it takes to live an abundant, loving life. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I'm helping you get out of your head so that you can truly have it all. Let's do it. What's going on, my awesome friend? Welcome back to the Having It All podcast. I am Matthew Bivens, your balanced lifestyle coach, and thank you for joining me today on this brand new episode of Having It All as we explore what it looks like to live your abundant, loving life. I 100% believe that you can have it all. Yes, you can absolutely have it all. And here on this show, in these conversations, having it all has nothing to do with what you possess externally, but who you are internally. It's about experiencing an abundant, loving life. And that's something that every single person can absolutely have. So thank you for joining me. We're going to have a really, really great conversation today. We're talking about sleep. And in this episode, I am going to help you become a better sleeper. And this is really cool because I did not used to to be a great sleeper. I used to struggle. You know, I I tried so many different things and I used to rely on drugs to help get me to sleep and, you know, all sorts of stuff. But years later, I started to approach my sleep in a different way. And when I was investigating how I had conditioned and taught myself how to sleep, that's where things started to shift for me. So in this episode, I'm going to share with you a lot of the things that I did in the past and that I do today to get me to the point where I am one of those people that can literally fall asleep just about anywhere, almost on the drop of a dime. It's something that Sarah always jokes about and she's sometimes a little frustrated because we can be in conversation or she could be doing something and Maya could be running around and she looks over and I'm just asleep on the floor. So I'm going to talk to you about the things that I do and that help me to become one of those types of sleep people. So I'm excited about that. Let's kick things off today with some magic. You know, it's always what we talk about, those magical moments, because that's part of what having it all is. You know, when you really believe and feel that you have it all, you start to see magical moments all over the place. And these are those moments when you've influenced self, others, and life in an empowering way. And so for me, I had a magical moment last week. This is a, a life magical moment uh, because we received our stimulus check. You know, those checks started going out last week and we received 
our money. And receiving that money was was cool, right? You know, money shows up in the bank. And, you know, my business my business has been impacted by the whole coronavirus thing. And so it's interesting to look at that sort of uh, money. And, and you can look at it in different ways. For me, receiving, you know, seeing that money show up in the bank, it reminds me that financial abundance shows up in a lot of different ways. And it's very easy to be attached to your money showing up in a certain way. So as a business owner, for example, it can be really easy for me to be attached to my money showing up as a result of me selling my courses or selling my products. And if I'm too attached to it looking that way, then I can totally miss money showing up in my bank account as a stimulus check or as a tax refund or as found money on a sidewalk or as a cash gift from a friend or as money that I'm saving as a result of growing my own food. All of that is abundance. Abundance simply is. And so the magic for me is that when our family received that money and saw it in the bank account, we acknowledged it as financial abundance. That absolutely is financial abundance. Money showing up in our lives is 100% magical, no matter how it happens. And so that's my magic for this episode. And now I invite you, if you feel inspired, hit pause and reflect on some magic that you've created in your life. You know, how have you influenced yourself? How have you influenced somebody close to you? Or how have you influenced life? And, and what is showing up? Because the more that you pause and reflect and recognize those things, it's like a muscle. And that muscle grows. And you start to see and realize that you are creating magic all the time and things are showing up for you in your life all the time. The stars are aligning, quote unquote luck. Yeah, all that stuff is happening all the time. And you are the, the catalyst. You are the common denominator. So that's why we reflect on magic. So do that. And then we're going to jump over to some listener love. And this week, I got to give a huge shout out to my man, Holby. So, Holby, man, you and I have been in conversation for years. It's been years that you and I have been exchanging emails and, and Instagram messages and all that great stuff. And you just mailed me a copy of your book, which is so cool. And this is, this is magical in and of itself. And so, first off, Holby, I just want to say thank you, my man, for being such a, a, an awesome listener and supporter of the podcast for all these years. Thank you for that. Thank you for taking the mission and the message of this show and applying it to your life and creating magic and just putting yourself out there and, and adding love out into the world. And what's so fantastic is I'm literally holding this book right now. You can hear it. And this is The Legend of the Curl Girl, Unwrapped and Detangled. And man, what I think is so awesome about this book, Holby, is that, you know, you are a father, you have daughters, and you wanted to create something for them that would, would promote self-love, that would promote natural beauty, and that would help them to connect with, that, with their cultural identity. And you did it. It was like you looked around, you didn't see something out there that really resonated, you know, a comic book for girls, and so you went and created it like a superhero for, for young girls. And ah, it's so cool. I mean, being a, a father of a little girl, this, this thing, 
I mean, I'm wearing my Star Wars shirt right now. Maya has a has a Spider-Man uh, towel that she she bathed with tonight. And so that whole world is so dominated by men and dominated by males. And for you to create something for for young girls is so awesome. So thank you for the signed copy of the book. And Maya's reaction was priceless. She saw this. She was so excited about it. She loved the stickers. She loved the, the artwork. And she started reading it to us. We were sit, Sarah and I were sitting outside. We were doing a little picnic. And Maya grabs the book and she comes out and starts reading it to us, which, you know, for a three and a half year old, she's not actually reading, but she's creating her own story that is inspired by this book. So Holby, thank you, my man. Thank you for all of it. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. If you want to get in touch with me the way Holby did, Best way to do it is going to be, I'm, I'm digging email right now. So Matthew at MatthewBivens.com. Shoot me an email. You can also go to Instagram. I'm Matthew underscore Bivens. And I just love getting these conversations. There's a number of you that we've been in multi-year-long conversations. And it's very cool. So shoot me a message. You can send me a voice note. You can send me a video. Whatever floats your boat. I'd love to receive it and, uh, and just kick off a cool, cool relationship with you. So... All right, let's jump into this conversation today about sleep. Because like I said, sleep was something that was very, very elusive to me. And we all understand that sleep is a very important part of health. Let me just state that. That when we're talking about health, well-being, wellness in general, sleep is a huge part because that's where your body recovers. That's where your body recuperates. That's where your body processes the day. That's where cleansing happens in your body and your soul and your spirit. Physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, all of that happens during your sleep, during your rest. It's literally where your tank gets refilled each night is through sleep. And so for many years, I was a troubled sleeper. You know, it felt, it felt like it would take me forever to fall asleep at night. I would just toss and turn and really it was just my mind my mind was just going 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 you know the it was racing through the events of the day it was racing through my to-do list a lot of times it was racing through things that I wish I had done or things that I wish I had said to people and I would be playing out these scenarios in my mind like man what if I just said that to her you know and what what would happen and my mind would just go and you know sleep was just never I don't know it, it, it wasn't I didn't look forward to sleep. Let me just put it that way. And so from the ages of about 18 to my, my mid, early 20s, um, I used weed a lot to get to sleep. And I, I convinced myself that 
I needed it to fall asleep. And so almost every night I would smoke and use that to go to sleep. And then in college, I mean, I could bank on, you know, two or three of the nights out of the week, I would be buzzed or drunk falling asleep. And so between those two things, that is what helped me get to sleep many nights spanning a number of years. And today, however, it is a much different story. And I sleep so much better. I fall asleep so quickly. And I'm, I'm one of those people that can fall asleep pretty much anywhere. In cars, on buses, on, you know, on a bench. I sleep on the floor at my home all the time. I just you know, pass out on the floor. And I can fall asleep very fast. It's just, you know, I can close my eyes and when I'm ready, boom, I fall asleep. And so to get to that point from where sleep was very challenging for me and I would use all sorts of drugs and substances to help me get to sleep to today where I can fall asleep very quickly and I almost always wake up feeling, you know, rested and rejuvenated. To get to that point, I changed up some simple things about how I think about sleep, how I prepare for my sleep and how I actually sleep. And so I'm going to share those things with you because I believe that, that you too can be one of those people who can fall asleep really fast and who can sleep well. So there are some common reasons why it might take you a while to fall asleep. Uh, in no particular order, one of them is just an anxious mind. You know, just the mind keeps going and going and going and going and going and it feels like you're laying in bed for hours. So anxious mind is one of the common reasons why, why it might take you a while to fall asleep. Second reason is that you have a less than ideal sleep environment. Whether it's your home or your bedroom or your bed, you know, your physical environment isn't, isn't set up ideally. And then also your, your, your mental and emotional environment is less than ideal for sleeping. And then the third reason why it might, might take you a while to fall asleep is that you have programmed yourself. You've created poor pre-sleep habits. So basically, you've taught yourself to be a bad sleeper, right? And we do that over the course of a long period of time. We just condition ourselves to have these less than effective sleep habits. And so there's a, there's a gentleman out there. His name is Michael Grandner. And He's the director of the Sleep and Health Research Program at the University of Arizona, uh, the College of Medicine. And uh, when I was looking up a couple things for this, this conversation, he kept popping up in some of the, the research I was doing. And so there's a number of quotes that I think are really great that help paint a picture about effective ways to approach sleep. And so before I get into all these different habits, the ways that, you know, things that you can do, I want to read this quote because it makes a lot of sense. Michael says, if you want to make a turn in a car, you have to slow down first. The same is true when trying to drive your brain towards sleep. You've got to tap the brakes and give yourself time to slow down before you turn in for the night. And that makes so much sense, right? If you're driving down the road and you're about to make a 90 degree right hand turn and you're going 50 miles an hour, you don't just yank the wheel and pray that your car doesn't flip when you make that turn, you slow down. You slow down before making that turn. And sleep is very similar to that. If you've been going at 100 miles an hour all day long, whether you're working or taking care of kids or doing both or going to school, 
and your brain is just cranking at 100 miles an hour and then bedtime comes and you think you're just going to be able to slam on the brakes and ease comfortably into sleep, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. You have to tap those brakes over a period of time to slow yourself down, slow your mind down, slow life down so that when you turn in for sleep, you're prepared. And so that leads me right into my very first recommendation. And this is, this is the number one recommendation. The best thing that I've done for my sleep is to have some wind down time before bed. Having the, the, the minutes or the hours before bed for my brain to just let go and wander and decompress from the day. That has been tremendous for me in terms of helping me get to sleep because when I was having a lot of trouble sleeping, most of the time it was my brain. It was my mind that was just going and going and going, trying to process the day, trying to think about the work that I had, thinking about the mistakes that I made, thinking about all sorts of stuff, creating anxiety about what was coming up the next day. All sorts of things were just rolling through my mind. And as a result, I just tossed and turned. And so today, I build in some wind-down time. I give my brain time to just be, to wander, to float through thinking about whatever it is. And it's a very, very simple habit. Like I've said, it's simple and easy to implement. And you can help your brain along in, with this habit by journaling or meditating. Or you can just do mindless things around the house. Like this might be the time when you wash the dishes or fold some laundry, right? Or sweep. That's one of the things that I, I do. I'll just tidy up before bed. And I'm not listening to podcasts. I'm not, I don't have any music on. I don't have the TV on. It's just me and whatever I'm doing. And it allows my brain to just sort of slow down. Because here's the thing. If, if, the, if bedtime is the first time all day long that your brain is getting a chance to slow down and wind down and process all the things in the day, then, yeah, it's going to keep you up. It's going to keep you up unless you're just totally exhausted and physically just you're, you're, at a, you're about to crash, which, you know, happens sometimes. But that's not how most of us, uh, you know, sleep every night. So if, you're, if you don't have that time and bedtime is the first time your brain gets a chance to slow down, it's just going to take up those first, you know, the first hour or so of, of, of quote-unquote sleep time in order to wind down. And here's another quote from, from Michael Gradner. He says, It's not necessary to spend an hour sitting quietly and meditating, but going for a walk, doing the dishes, or folding laundry, without simultaneously listening to a TV or firing up a podcast, are the types of activities that facilitate productive mind wandering and so can help your brain clear out whatever accumulated thoughts it's been storing up throughout the day. So that's my number one recommendation for you to get some better sleep is to have some wind down time before bed. My next recommendation, the next habit that I have done to help me with sleep is I avoid things that spike my emotions right before bed. So social media, that's a huge one. That is a huge one that 
kicks up your adrenaline, spikes your emotions, gets you feeling angry or frustrated or upset or whatever. You totally want to avoid those things because, again, it just gets your mind going. So avoiding things that spike your emotions like social media, watching something that might make you feel anxious or alarmed or just emotionally charged up, you know, like, hey, I know everybody loves This Is Us, but right before bed, it may not be the smartest thing in the world to get your emotions so amped up, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah, you know, getting into fights or arguments or, or just, you know, getting into it with people before bed, not the best idea because you're going to be all emotionally amped. And so that is the next thing that you got to take a look at. Just avoiding those things that spike your emotions. And I'm going to come back to social media again because that is such a major contributor. Such a major contributor. It's one of the habits that I work with with my clients. We put it on the balance chart. You know, an hour of being unplugged before bed and not checking social media before bed and not checking social media first thing in the morning. Because what it does is you are, it's putting you in a state of reacting it's triggering that, that, that fight or flight within you at the end of the day and the first thing in the day. And that's not how you want to bookend your day. You don't want to start and stop your day with something that's triggering, that puts you in a state of, of reacting, gets you on your defenses. That's not what you want to do. So if you do that, then just check in with yourself. You know, are you surfing social media right before bed? And, and what are you doing that 30 minutes or that hour before bed? Check in with yourself that you can become aware of how you've conditioned yourself for sleep thus far. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The next habit that I do most nights before bed is I read. Reading is an awesome pre-sleep habit. You might be thinking, well, reading gets you all stimulated, but it's not visual stimulation, right? Reading kind of gets, gets your imagination rolling, but it's not visual stimulation. It's not a social activity, so you don't really run the risk of getting emotionally triggered and charged up. And reading also doesn't require a lot of light. You can dim the lights and have the proper you know, lighting in your environment before sleep. And now if you're going to read, then I recommend you probably don't want to read something that is going to amp you up it's going to agitate you you know like one of the one of the novels i was reading recently it was it was like an action novel and so it had these moments of high tension and high action and i and i remember reading it and realizing like my heart was beating faster 
you know my eyes were were just darting across the the, the page really fast and it kind of got me amped up so I made sure to avoid those sections of the book right before bed. I'd read those during the day, but if it was bedtime, I would make sure that, you know, if I was approaching one of those sections, I would just stop and wait and read that in the next day. And so I was reading something that was a little bit more chill. But reading overall is, is a really awesome way to wind down. It's really a great way to wind down. So the next habit, and this is the second to last one, no, I'm sorry. I have three more. Uh, the next one is making sure that your room, that your environment is ideal for sleeping. And so this is going to be different for everybody, right? What is ideal for me is not going to be what's ideal for you. But figure out what is ideal for you and and set your room up so that it works for you, right? So what is it? Today's Monday. Yesterday, we went to Target and we bought some new pillows, because one of my pillows was awful. And every time I used it, it felt like it was just a bag of Legos. And it was terrible and my neck hurt. And so I got rid of it. I got a better pillow, right? So do you need new pillows? Do you need a different comforter? Is it too hot in your room? Is it too cold in your room? Do you need some white noise? Maybe you live in a city and it's noisy outside. So then get one of those, those white noise apps on your phone and play some white noise to drown out all the other stuff right? Whatever it is, if it's too hot, get a fan, take your clothes off, whatever it is, figure out what works for you to create the ideal sleep environment. Maybe you need some essential oils. Lavender is a great one. Get a diffuser or just get some essential oil and get some like some coconut oil and mix the two together and rub that on your chest and get those lavender fumes going. It helps to, to calm you down and get you ready for bed. I actually just read that uh, pistachios, pistachio nuts um, are, I forgot what they have in them, but whatever chemical is in pistachios, they are fantastic for calming you down and getting you ready for sleep. So eating a handful of pistachios before bed might be able to help you. But whatever it is, construct your sleep environment so that it is ideal for you. That's, That's your room. Make sure your room is just set up for you to sleep well. The second to, to, second to last habit, um, this is one that I was very aware of for myself, and it was making sure that I'm using my bed primarily for sleep. So I used to hang out in my bed. I used to eat in my bed. I used to do work in my bed, watch stuff on my laptop. My bed was like a hangout. But I realized that what was happening is that I was associating my bed with, with being active. And so what I did is I stopped doing anything in my bed other than sex and sleep. That was it. So that when I went and laid down at night, my body knew that it was time to sleep because that's what we do in the bed. We sleep. So it was, a, it was great for me. I started to eat on the table or eat on the couch. I started doing work in other places. And it just, it helped to create this sacred space, which was my bed. And I moved the TV out of my room. I just got rid of all those different things that would distract me and then would keep me in my bed doing things other than sleeping. And so now when I go to my bedroom, I know it's ready for bed. You know, like my body understands when I slide into bed, okay, we're here to sleep. And that's been a huge, huge habit for me and and, and 
you know, it was one of the things that I had to retrain my body, right? Like I had, it was conditioned for a certain thing. And over time it has been conditioned for now this, this way of thinking that when I go into bed, that means it's time for sleep. All right. The last habit that's going to help you sleep better that helped me was going to sleep and waking up around the same time every day. And this is a great one if if it's possible, right? I know that everybody's got different schedules and you may not be able to, to go to sleep the same time every night and you may not be able to wake up the same time every night. But if you can start getting your routine so that there's more regularity around that, so that there's a pattern, then what happens is your body's natural circadian rhythm and, and your internal sleep clock can start to adjust to that. So that naturally, as you approach your bedtime, you start to get tired. And naturally, as you approach your getting up time, your body starts to wake itself up. And again, I understand it may not be possible for you. I know for me, I do several things a week that take me late, late into the night. And so a couple nights a week, I'm just up late. You know, these are the responsibilities I've taken on. And so I know in those nights, I'm going to bed later. I still wake up at the same time. I mean, you know, we have a three, three and a half year old and she comes jumping into the room most nights or most, most mornings around six something. And so my body's just ready to rock and roll around six something every morning, you know, and then three nights a week, I'm getting up at five something to go, to go, uh, work out. So like I've, I've developed this between five thirty and six thirty wake time and between, you know, 1130, 1230, uh, going to bedtime. And so my body has gotten used to that. And if you can, try to create some regularity around when you go to bed and when you wake up. Because your body is smart. It's going to adapt. And you want it to adapt to, to things that are going to be healthy for it. Right? Because if you, are, if you have a, you know, a really interesting sleep pattern and you don't sleep very well, your body will adapt to that too. But it may not be an adaptation that is overall healthy or overall sustainable for you. So those are the things that I've done to help me get some really tremendous sleep. And again, my number one recommendation is just to create that wind down time. So no TV, you know, no podcasts, no social media, especially no social media. Just, just allowing your brain to just disconnect for a little bit. Process the day. And oh, here's some bonus ones. Um, most nights I will write down my to-do list and my goals for the next morning. And that helps as well. Because I found that a lot of times my mind was running through the things that I needed to do the next day. And so Sunday nights, I'll take a look at what I want to accomplish that week. And then each weeknight, I'll say, okay, great. This is what I have coming up tomorrow. What do I know is on my list to do tomorrow? Great, I'll jot those down. And then, you know, sometimes because I create so much content like for this podcast, then sometimes I just get ideas. And in those moments, I'll have a pad of paper next to my bed or like a journal, um, or I'll just grab my phone if it's in my room and I'll dictate a voice note or I'll just type the note out. Hey, this is an idea for a podcast episode. Just get it out of my brain. So sometimes having those, those tools to help you get stuff out of your head is really helpful as well. You know, because again, when your mind isn't allowed to just relax, that's what can keep you up. Last bonus things. Um, I've been using an app called Headspace recently as a meditation app, 
but they also have what are called sleep casts, which are really cool. It's it's basically a meditation and then like an adult bedtime story. <laughs> not not adult as in uh, mature content, but just it's like a really chill meditation story. And I'll use these every once in a while, you know, because again, like I said, some nights I've got meetings and phone calls that go lately late into the night. And then I don't want to give myself an hour of wind down time. That's that'll be like two in the morning. So on those nights, I'll just grab, you know, the, the sleep cast and I'll listen to that. And 10 minutes of listening to the sleep cast will just put me under. Right. Where normally if I just let it happen by myself, it might I might be up a little while longer because my brain hasn't quite slowed down yet. So that's on Headspace. And uh, you can check out. There's a lot of like there's there's sleep podcasts. There's one really popular one called Sleep with Me. I think is what it's called. I think it's called Sleep with Me. Um, but it just basically helps you sleep, right? And so those are great. Those meditations and those those wind down podcasts and things. Um, whatever can just help you to get into that into that flow, that just mental peaceful flow, and uh, you know allow your mind to to decompress and all that beautiful stuff. So that's it. Those are all the habits. You know, I mentioned at the top, just sleep is important for your health. It's like if you, if you aren't getting great sleep, it's almost as if you're waking up with half the gas in your tank each morning. You know, you can drive, but at some point you're going to hit E and you're going to hit it more quickly. And then you're going to be dragging that car throughout the rest of the day. So by paying attention to your sleep habits that you've currently built, and by being mindful to what is what you're doing that is creating a less than than optimal internal and external sleep environment, you can totally begin to make small changes that are really going to have an impact on your sleep, on your health, and on your overall quality of life. Because sleep absolutely impacts your quality of life. So, shoot me an email if you have any questions or feedback on this episode. You can reach me at Matthew at MatthewBivens.com. And I am uh, putting all the notes from this episode, all the, the different points, the habits that I listed on my website. So you can go to matthewbivens.com slash getbettersleep. So that's get hyphen better hyphen sleep. And uh, you can read over everything there. And, I, and I've, I've been doing that recently, by the way, the last maybe 10, 15 episodes. Um, they have accompanying pages on my website where you can go and see the full show notes, uh, full description, like I, a lot of times I'm posting my outline or my notes on the website. So you can almost read through it like a transcription and it's got all sorts of cool stuff. So go go be checking out my website, MatthewBivens.com as I'm adding more cool stuff there. All right, go have some wonderful sleep tonight. I know you're going to just, it's going to be amazing for you. And uh, thank you for joining me today. I appreciate you. I love you. Love that you show up each week. My name is Matthew Bivens, and here is to you having it all. Quick note about the Having It All podcast. I am not a doctor nor a licensed therapist. I'm a guy with a story and a passion for conscious conversation. My thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are my own. So please consult with your doctor or healthcare provider regarding any questions or issues you have related to your personal, physical, or mental health. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgins. 
If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.